Sometimes for full-time RVers, life just gets in the way of all the adventures that you want to have. And we're having to change up some travel plans this summer, and we're going to share with you why on this episode of the RV Miles Podcast. This podcast is sponsored by L.L. Bean, who invite you to simply step outside this summer. With expert tips and advice, L.L. Bean can help you get more out of every moment outdoors. Here's a tip. Set yourself up for easy backyard adventures by leaving a tote bag with the essentials right by the door, sunscreen, bug spray, and a few hats or pairs of sunglasses. Now you'll never need to search your house to find them. For more fun ideas, easy how-tos, and inspiring stories, visit llbean.com slash guide. Welcome to episode 240 of RV Miles. I'm Jason. And I'm Abby. And we are two full-time RVers who, along with our three boys, have been crisscrossing North America on one epic road trip since 2016. Here at RV Miles, we talk all things RV and outdoors, from industry news to our national parks and a whole lot more. Are you making fun of my hand gestures? <laughs> Welcome back to the show, everybody. Uh, we, uh, we've been off for a bit. Uh, well, so it's, it's good to be back. We yep. are on a little break there, but you know, we like well, to just... Uh, <laughs> life finds a way and it found a way to get to us. So we had to take a little bit of time off. We have never been so well planned before. We have uh, our campgrounds virtually booked through the end of the year and beyond. Oh, I'm sorry. Until February of 2023. Uh, <laughs> yet we are having to change everything up as uh, what... That happens from yeah, time to time. The and, entire summer is getting um, scrapped. It's just kind of one of those things that you, you as a full-time RVer, uh, you deal with. And uh, we've got some medical things here coming up. We we came back. We're in the Quad Cities, my hometown, uh, Western Illinois. And when we come back here, we try to fit in doctor's appointments and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, Because this is our home base. So yeah. this is where we keep residency. So all of our doctors and dental and everything that we need to do as as adults and as uh parents all happens here so we will come back and we will try to fit in all of these appointments within a, a two weeks so the first two weeks we were here i was taking someone or you were taking someone to a doctor or dental appointment almost daily and then from those there were things that were coming up that needed to be follow-ups the biggest one especially for those of you who might have seen the picture we put out on Facebook and Instagram last week was that Henry has been referred to some specialists at a children's hospital in Peoria, Illinois. And so and nothing uh, big. It's stuff he's it, been dealing with all his life. But yeah, it's it's things that he was born with and uh, things that we have been treating. He's you know, uh, we've talked openly about the fact that he had surgery when twice, actually, by the time he was two and a half. Um, so these are ongoing and we just felt like it was time maybe to elevate some of this to get some new specialists involved perhaps get some surgical consults and things of that nature and so we are doing everything that needs to be done right now to ensure that Henry has a thriving childhood and a, a thriving adulthood as well and so in order to do that we need to be readily available for all of the doctors and all of the appointments that he needs to have. So 
we have made the decision to um, completely take all of our summer travels off um, until uh, we're hoping uh, the balloon fiesta at the end of September is what we're working towards now, which is, is three months. So we are... We're also going to try to get out to Utah, perhaps, and see some friends. That, yeah, um, and I'll, I have that's kind of my little black tank for <laughs> later. Um, we didn't show up here with the intent. You know, as many of you know, we were headed to uh, Rocky Mountain National Park. In fact, <laughs> talk about uh, karma coming back to get me. Uh, we talked about this a few months ago. Maybe you all remember when I, <laughs> I did a black tank on the campground in Estes Park that their cancellation policy is like, I, I don't even want to hardly remember it. I think it's like you lose 50% and then they give you a 50% credit to their campground. And they make you fill out a credit card yes. form and send it back uh, to them so they have your signature on file. Yeah. It's just so you can't so. get out of it with the credit card company. <laughs> yeah. So the one time that we roll the dice, uh, it's the most expensive campground we'd ever booked to date in six years. Um, we said, we're doing this. We're, we're going. It's This is the year of Rocky Mountain National Park. And uh, for all the best reasons in the world... The universe says, but you know what? The Midwest is great in July. It's it hot is. and it's, humid. No. It's, it's, <laughs> it's hot and humid there, too. It's beautiful. We're, we're it actually, is. We, it is. we pulled into town thinking, you know what? We forgot how much beauty there is in the Midwest. Yeah, you're going to also give away my fresh tank if you okay, keep talking. Sorry. So <laughs> Well, it, it's opened up a bigger conversation for us about. It has. Potentially how long we're full-time RVers um, and, yeah. you know, maybe we're thinking about maybe starting to put together maybe like a three-year plan for not getting off the road necessarily, but maybe having having a house that's a home base that, that is something we come back to on a regular basis. Well, we're entering a season of life. So our oldest will be 15 in August and potentially in three years, he is going to possibly want to go off to university or you know he's very into uh, film he wants to be a director and a screenwriter so maybe perhaps he's going to want to go to a film school or maybe he wants a gap year or he wants to do a community college and take care of his gen eds we don't know you know this is a conversation we're starting to open up with him and i want us for whatever that first year looks like for him to be available to be there where he is and not to micromanage him or, you know, not give him the independence, but just to be in the background as a support. And he, you know, and so I'm thinking that what is the, what is the three-year plan here when Jack approaches 18 or 19? How can we support him and help him transition into an independent life yeah and uh, and then we have to do it two more times right so exactly and and then the medical stuff on top of it is yeah and and that may turn out to be uh one or two more doctor's appointments and that's all we've got going Uh, on and they might say you know go off (laughs) and and enjoy you know travel and all of our doctors are very supportive of uh our full-time life and and want to do the best that they can to help that happen and continue to happen for henry but you know there's um this lifestyle, I think, well, 
life in general is a, is a fluid, ever-moving river. Mm-hmm. And it's constantly cutting into the rock and life is flowing. And either you are going to be a salmon that's trying to swim upstream and battle that because of what you want, or you're just going to go for the ride and try to make everything that you want for your life happen inside that ever flowing. Oh, that was deep. I was. Wow. I was. Wow. I just, just know, feel one that. of the things that people that um, have not gone full time and are considering it um, have a lot of questions about how insurance and how yeah. doctor's visits work on the road. And it is, it, it's hard. It's, it's hard. Most insurance plans will only cover emergency care out of state or out of your home network, which could be, you know, a three state area or, or mm-hmm. less or, uh, and some, some do a bit of nationwide, but for the most part, most insurance plans require you to be in your home state for long-term care. So like when I had my brain surgery in, in Minot, North Dakota, what they wanted to do was have my surgery and then I would have to come back here mm-hmm. for many weeks of antibiotic treatments in, in order to, uh, you know, eradicate do, the to, bacteria exactly. and everything. Yeah. It, it, because it, it, your insurance covers, you know, stabilization, emergency mm-hmm. stabilization. And there was no, the, the only reason why we stayed there and that we were allowed to stay there is the hospital decided there was no way that I could there make, was no stabilizing you to get I you I couldn't make back. the journey from there to here because the, the antibiotics that I was on had to be mixed and used within two hours. Even a medevac helicopter mm-hmm. couldn't have done it. Yeah. And that was that was all discussed. Um, but for the but that's but that's how serious it is. Like they only want to do stable pay for stabilization care and then anything long term um, or not emergency usually has to happen you in your to. home network. So, yeah. you know, it, it we, we go to emergency rooms when there's a problem, but when you need something dealt with that's serious, then you need to go into your home network and use your medical providers. Yeah. So we are, um, you know, one of the things we want to talk about as well is, is that we have been teasing for several weeks now an upcoming meetup in uh, the southern part of California in November. And we still hope very much so that that is going to happen. And if that's something you're really interested in, the best place to find out about that would be on our mailing list at rvmiles.com slash mailing list. But until we know what's going on with Henry and what his long-term care is going to look like, we don't feel comfortable announcing that and asking all of you to put down deposits at a campground when there is so many, uh, we're juggling so many unknowns right now. So we had really hoped that this was going to be the week that we officially announced that. And at this point, um, it's probably going to be a little bit later into the summer. Um, Our hope is that we're going to be going to Utah for a few weeks, coming back here. Yeah. And then by the Balloon Fiesta in Albuquerque in 
what's it late september october uh, we have to be there september 26th by late september we'll be heading to new mexico and then yeah. on to california but who knows but who knows and so as soon as we know you will know but right now we feel like the most responsible thing for us to do for your money for your time for our time and also out of respect for the campground that we're working with is to delay the announcement until we can make sure that Henry and all of us have everything that we need to be healthy. So that's where we're at. So we're going to take uh, several listener questions on here in a, a minute. charcuterie of but them. first, we're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Be right back. Chances are you've seen them on the road. That's because Blue Ox has been designing and manufacturing some of the best towing products in the industry. Blue Ox is everywhere. Highways, campgrounds, anywhere you find people traveling in the great outdoors. Blue Ox produces award-winning tow bars and base plates, plus a full line of weight distributing hitches and a new lineup of adjustable ball mounts. With Blue Ox, towing doesn't have to be a drag. To learn more about how Blue Ox can make your travel adventures even more stress-free, visit blueox.com. We are back and it's time to cover some listener questions. These all come from the RV Miles Facebook group. So lots of them have been answered there. Well, not all of them come from that. A few of them yeah. come from some DMs to us, but um, several of them come from the RV Miles Facebook group. Uh, and most of those people are better at answering questions than we are. So yeah. if you have questions and need help with a <laughs> so, problem, it's a good place to go. Maybe if you hear one of the answers to our questions here and you go, I don't like that. That don't make any sense. <laughs> this, go over to the group. <laughs> this first question is one that has a heck of a lot of answers in, in the group. And Abby hasn't seen the questions yet. So uh, although oh, she's seen some of them maybe I, yeah. online. But she hasn't seen what I pulled okay. yet. So um, I want to get especially her first reaction to this one because this is the one that she deals with uh, the most more than me. I'm interested in knowing about your travel day. Do you stow all the kitchen items such as uh, air fryer, coffee maker, hot pot, and such? Or do you leave it all on the counter? We have hit some potholes and I wonder how well items stay on the counter. We hit one pothole near Chicago that opened up a cabinet door and I had coffee grounds all over. Oh, woof. Oh, was a hole we could not escape. You should have seen the semi in front of us leap into the air. Man, oh, the roads are rough right now in bad. a lot of parts of the country. But really bad. I was just up in Chicago last week with Jack and whoo-wee. Yeah, I get it. <laughs> um, so I primarily handle uh, propping us on the inside for a travel day and Jason does the outside. We have, um, of all of those things that were just mentioned, we have an instant pot that sits on our counter when uh, when we get to camp. I do take that off of the counter and I set it down on the ground, right? Just in the kitchen. Um, I don't have any problems with it on the ground. I've never found it, you know, having rolled or tipped over or anything like that. But uh, it does seem to me that, you know, you just, you don't know what's going on in here. It's a rolling earthquake. And it seems that to tip over on the floor, if it was an instant pot, is going to cause a lot less damage than if, let's say, it got knocked over on the counter, rolled off the counter, slammed down onto the floor. Some people will put something like that in their kitchen sink. We don't yeah, really have dishes I, that go in the yeah, sink. Yeah, so, so. I, <laughs> I also, though, uh, other things that we have that sit out on the counter is, you know, I have a, a container full of, like, uh, 
cooking utensils, spoons and spatulas and things like that, paper towels. I have a basket where fruit and things like that sit into. And I take all of those things off. I put them into the sink with the dirty dishes and, uh, and or I set them down just on the ground next to where they go. This to me feels just preventative feels safer. Uh, You know, I'm always, it takes a little bit more time and some people might think that that's really, really tedious, but tedious to me is cleaning up or dealing with a potential accident. Now for our coffee pot, our coffee pot is rather small. It's a little five cupper. I actually, and for small things like this, use, um, it's called museum putty or uh, we used to call it sticky stuff. And Gorilla Putty is the brand that, Gorilla, we, that yeah. we used. And I take, um, I don't leave the coffee pot itself in the coffee maker. The glass part. The glass part. Mm-hmm. I put that into the sink. But the actual apparatus, I have put on the feet uh, museum putty at each foot. And I have stuck that down to our coffee bar. And I've done that with our little cactus that are, you know, used to sit over by the sink, um, little cactus pots that we had. Um, I do that, you know, we have our sound bar. We've done that with our sound bar. The Xbox too. And the Xbox. And that's pretty heavy. But also I think because those things are over the truck, they get a little bit more stabilization. They're not top heavy, right? No, they're not. They're they're low and flat and they don't really... um, come out yeah we we haven't had an issue with our fridge opening yet no but Um, those locks are pretty are pretty good that we have on them but i will say that i have never and i have been using this museum putty and it does say that it will hold up to uh three pounds like on a wall um i will say that in the almost year that i've been using it for the things i just mentioned i have never come into this rig and found those things have moved, shifted, or fallen off. It doesn't seem to work as well on the wall, however. Like, we uh, do have no, some some stuff it, hung on the wall, and and they, uh, like, if Henry makes a little painting, you'll put yeah. that up on the wall with Museum Putty. Generally, the stuff on the wall, we're using command strips for, and those hold pretty well. Yeah, and I think half of that just has to do with the vibration. Yeah. You know, yeah. they're by the well, front Well, they don't have the weight the, holding them down. Yeah, too, and, and gravity's know? kind yeah. of messing yeah. with them. But I have found for securing things onto a countertop uh that to be really really great and to cut down on uh some of my concern about things falling off we will have stuff jumbled up in the refrigerator or in oh the it's a hot very, mess very often. you always <laughs> open the refrigerator with care like you don't just tear the fridge open you don't just open the pantry doors like you you peek in there you know you gently open it you peek to see what has fallen like oh did the glass jar of jam move and then you just kind of get in there and you know you fix everything so you can open it up but uh i will say too that anything product wise that we use that we might talk about i will link uh in the youtube description or in the description for the podcast across the podcast platforms you can also get they make sort of like those retractable bars that you can put in the fridge that always seemed like a little overkill to us but if you're having a problem that's something you can think about um and then it's not been really a big deal i'm you know the doors are so nice and they've got a nice barrier into them. And all our sort of pots and pans, we have sort of rubberized stuff in between them so that they don't kind of rub against each other and wear off coatings and all that sort of stuff. I do, I will say, I'll add this to, um, (laughs) 
I won't go too into it because I saw your black tank. But uh, with our coffee mugs, because I have a collection of ever since we moved in here and I had all this space, I decided to buy some coffee mugs. So real ones, um, you know, so I do have to on a travel day, make sure that those are packed in a way where two ceramic mugs are not touching each other because I don't I don't know what the rattle factor is in there. And I don't want them to rattle and, and chip or, or damage each other. So I do strategically also pack those up to where I put um, the metal or uh, water bottles and things like that in between them so that there's no direct vibration happening between breakable things. I've been generally impressed with how stuff doesn't move around very much in this Sabre. No, um, it's great. You know, and your mileage may vary on different types of RVs, but I think it's not quite as bad in here as you might think it would be, except when you hit that big pothole. That's really, well, <laughs> really look, when it matters. That's just when you, <laughs> well, unless you're driving, don't do this. But that's when I close my eyes, cross my fingers, pray and hold my breath and just hope that we come out of that situation with tires intact you know, axles, all of that. And that when we come in here later, nothing has popped open. Um, but, you know, I will say when we were in the bus, remember we had, when we uh, lost that jar of marinara? Oh, oh, that was not good. Yeah. Marinara oh. is probably the worst thing that you could have fall out any and, liquidy, and break any all liquid, over. Yeah. Any liquidy glass. <laughs> uh, we were in it. I mean, this was, you know, because it's a bus and you're sitting there and look back and... It's just, oh boy, that was intense. All, All right, right, on to the next question. Uh, I saw in a recent video that you had a windscreen for your Blackstone griddle. Would love to get one. Where did you get it? Ah, yes. So this is, there's a few things to talk about here. Uh, one being that we had some issues with our Blackstone breaking and we don't currently have one right now anymore, which is annoying. Um, so annoying. And we're back and forth about whether to get a new one or not. We love cooking on it. There's also the weight. I, I don't. I, we love cooking on it. I want to get one or something like it because it really does genuinely split up cooking, and especially when we're boondocking as much as we can cook outside and keep the heat. You just down like here. that I cook more when it. That is. <laughs> 100% accurate. Um, but but yes. uh, one of the issues that a lot of people have with a Blackstone is that they are very susceptible to wind. So when the wind gets under there, and very light winds can do this, it, it really cools down the surface. There's not as much heat getting to the surface. So people will find ways to block the wind. And we have this great camp kitchen thing. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like one of those cloth cabinet things that folds. Yes. Um, it's it has called a, the Dine, D-I-N-E, O-Mite. We've, it's been our fresh tank before. We're very mm -hmm. big fans of this item. They make an even bigger one called the Dino Max that has like all sorts of another stuff on it. Uh, but the Dino Mite is a great little thing. Uh, it's sort of an outdoor counter height table to set the Blackstone on with some storage underneath of it. And then it has a windscreen that you can uh, put into some slots on the mm -hmm. top of it. And it not just for a Blackstone, but any sort of camp grill type 
setup that you might have, yeah, right? Yeah, like a camp stove, a camp a stove, single burner, like whatever. So it's been fantastic. We've had that thing out on on the beach where the wind's oh, blowing yeah. real strong and stuff like that. And that's probably the video that you saw. Yes. Um, so we're big fans of that. The Dino Mite from Sylvan Sport. Sylvan Sport makes a lot of great products, um, but this is a really good one. If, if that's out of your budget or you don't have the space for something big like that, the real low budget option that a lot of Blackstone owners do, if you go to Dollar General, they sell like cutting board scrapers. You know, those, mm-hmm. those, it's like a flat thing with a handle on it that you can chop and yeah. scrape with. Right. You can, you can get there a dollar piece at the Dollar General. You get enough of them to put onto your Blackstone oh, on the edge goodness. all the way around. And that helps block the wind out. Wow. Okay. <laughs> so a lot of people do that. Go, yeah. go that route as well. So um, there's You know, and there. a lot of these things that we're talking about or we get questions about are just reels and TikToks and things like that that we are putting out. So if you want to see uh, what we're talking about, then, you know, definitely head over to either the RV Miles Instagram page or the RV Miles Facebook page um, and just, just take a look through everything that we've been putting out because we do try to share just, you know, what our life is like on the road, but then also just uh, tips for things that we find useful and things that we've learned along the way. Um, Let's grab another one. Uh, This one, we are in the middle of our first long trip. The many hours of traveling with our travel trailer behind us has made me wonder what we could do to smoothen out the, the ride some. Would adding shocks to our travel trailer help? Our travel trailer came with mounts, but no shocks. You can do things to a trailer to smoothing out the ride especially if your travel trailer came with mounts for shocks you can add shocks to to them and that can make a difference um you can upgrade upgrade the spring suspension if you want to that's a that's a possibility even you can put air ride suspension on a on a trailer usually people aren't doing that on a travel trailer maybe a fifth wheel but is it really the trailer that's the problem would be my question. It's much more likely that it's the hitch or your tow vehicle. Um, so the first thing I would say is, are you using a high quality uh, weight distribution hitch that is helping with sway? Because even if you're not getting sway, you might be getting little sort of micro movements that are bouncing you around and a weight distribution can help with that. Um, you can put airbags on the truck, which can help, uh, certainly, uh, hopefully the problem isn't your truck itself being overloaded, which in case you need to buy a bigger truck and there's really no other solution for that. Um, but I would say that I would start with, if you don't have a weight distribution hitch, go there first and get a good one, uh, and then consider adding airbags to your truck which is just a, it's a uh, it's exactly what it sounds like it's a it's a bag uh, a rubber bag I, I guess bag is a bad bad term because it's um it's almost like a mini tire like it's made out of thick rubber right, right. that goes uh <laughs> that goes in your suspension and uh, you fill it with some air pressure and you can have permanent air pressure built in uh, or you could just do it with a, a portable air compressor and that helps remove some of the bounce out of the rear end of your truck. And that's a, uh, that's a affordable option to do. It doesn't cost a ton of money and it will really help improve the ride uh, on the rear end of your truck. What? 
Or you want me to spend more money on something? No, that's... <laughs> it's not, not what you thought it was? What I thought we were talking about with airbags. <laughs> Can we please move on? I'm not... I don't want to talk about it. I... This feels a lot like... Uh, sale switch situation so (laughs) well regardless i would say forward (laughs) look look at your truck in first and see what's going on there because that's probably where the issue i was like what do you mean your truck doesn't have airbags truck everybody comes with an airbag jason that's ridiculous uh okay this is another question uh, about tow vehicles uh, uh, that that relates to this um my plan is to buy a... Can you read that? Yeah. Are you sure? Because yeah. you don't got your glasses I can, on. I can read it. Okay. A, a 2608BS new or used Rockwood travel trailer in two and a half to three years. The dry weight is around 7,000 pounds. I prefer to buy an SUV to pull it with, but as many videos I've watched, uh, figuring out the numbers is challenging. Is pulling with a large SUV even possible once allowing for at least 1,200 pounds of cargo and two people? If not, should I just determine what truck would be best? I'm writing because I trust you and the outstanding information you provide. Thank you so much. Uh, So, yeah, there aren't a whole lot of SUVs that can tow something that heavy so you say it's seven thousand pounds dry and then you're going to be adding about 1200 pounds of cargo carrying capacity so that's 8200 pounds i would say you know that i looked up the cargo carrying capacity uh, on this trailer and it looks like you can go up to almost nine thousand pounds i would just assume that you're using the full cargo carrying capacity because you would be surprised how much stuff adds up so that's going up from 8200 to almost nine thousand pounds which is great because this trailer has a good cargo compare. Yeah, that's great. But at that amount, almost 9,000 pounds, you have very few, if any, options for SUVs. The only one that I really know of is is an excursion, which can have up to 9,200 pounds of towing capacity. Uh, and then you have to do the payload calculations and all that. Mm-hmm. So a lot of times people want an SUV because then they can put a ton of stuff in the back of it. Mm-mm. But that's reducing your payload again. So you got to be careful about that. So if you definitely are in going to be in that 1,200 pounds of cargo uh, in your trailer, you could go the excursion route. But you're going to be close to the limit. And yeah, I say, I... I say go with the truck. And go with a three-quarter ton truck at that. This yeah. is this is almost exactly the amount we were towing. That's I. That's exactly what I was about yeah. to say. That is almost exactly where we were with Ranger Gandalf Traley the second, yeah. and we had our Ram twenty-five hundred. I cannot imagine uh, trying to get through some of those mountain passes, pulling something like that with an SUV. Well, that's the, that's and that's what you want is you want the now you can. Sometimes you're looking at the same engine tech, uh, it, going from a an SUV to a, a a pickup truck, but often it's a lesser engine. Um, but really, what you want is not not the half ton truck, the three quarter ton truck, because you want a, a little bit heavier duty engine and most importantly, a heavy duty transmission mm-hmm. is really going to make all the difference on those sorts of. In those sorts of areas. Now, if you're and when you have to avoid those potholes, if 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 you really are going to buy this and just be taking it on, you know, fifty to hundred mile trips to your your local state park, and you're in a fairly flat area, maybe you'll be able to get away with a half ton truck. But 
I, w- I would be looking at three quarter ton truck for this trailer myself. Uh, yeah. And, you know, something to think about is that that is your plan. And I think if the first half of the show was anything, you can have the plan that this is the kind of RVer I want to be. And then when you get into the situation, things could absolutely change in two and a half to three years, I think is what was the time frame given here. And you may want to be a longer traveler. You may want to take, you know, a longer vacation. And if you um, can afford to not box yourself in and can go up to that three quarter ton, it will make all the difference in the world, not only for your safety, but then also for what you can do with this home on wheels that you made an investment in. Uh, A lot of people throw out the um, uh, 20% safety factor. Like you want to be 20% under the tow rating of the truck and the payload rating of the truck, two very important things. Um, And that I, I, I would agree with that. And the main reason being is that, yeah, if a truck is rated to tow 10,000 pounds, it can tow 10,000 pounds. But it's it's when when Ford or Chevy or Ram rates it to tow 10,000 pounds, they're saying that that is the that's the limit that they don't want you to go over that. So it, it's not going to be the best ride. It's not going to be the mm-hmm. happiest. It's maybe not meant for doing it very often, you know. So you're doing this regularly. You're traveling about the country then it's going to struggle a little bit. Um, you know, Ford and Ram and Chevy aren't rating these for thinking of like, you know, RVers who are traveling oh, yeah, all across the country. They're thinking, they're not thinking, oh, Jason Epperson is going right. to want to drive this they're across thinking, Pass. Well, this, this is the max that a person that might want to go to Home Depot to pick up a load of bricks <laughs> might be towing on their small trailer the and they're going to take redoing. that back to their house <laughs> yeah. and, you know, or yeah. to a work site and back within and within a small area, not necessarily long distance travel. And I think that that thinking, which is a very smart thinking, is also why people refuse to believe that the gas truck that we own can tow what it can tow. And I I understand that the times they are a change in, but I think because of that, that real safety factor that you just laid out there, that that is why it's very hard for people to believe that this Godzilla 7.3 liter can actually tow this 15,000 pound fifth wheel without issue. But it really, really can. And it's all about looking at those numbers and doing your due diligence and your research and yeah, emailing. So- if you don't know the answer, seeking that answer out from others who who might. Yeah, and, and you have to look at the specific vehicle you're buying because yes. that, like I said, the excursion can go up to 9,200 pounds towing, but, but that's whatever configuration that allows that not every single one of them is going to probably not 90% of them are going to have the max tow capacity because they're going to have options that reduce the tow capacity. We have that trimmer package for a reason, not because we just thought it was cool and we wanted to off-road, but that particular, (laughs) (laughs) which is really what Jason wanted to do, but that particular package with that particular truck and the specs of those together yeah. is what makes what yeah. we do safe and possible. You got to look at the door sticker. You got to yeah. say, you got to yeah. look at the door sticker and see what, and they're confusing. Yeah. They're very confusing. Um, but you got to find out what, what it's rated to actually tow and the payload. The payload is just as important. Both things you can go over on very easily. 
Yeah. There's a lot to think about, but it's nice to think about it now so that when you hook up that RV and you get out for that trip, you don't have to think about it then. Okay. That's, uh, that's our questions. And like we said, if you have questions yourself, come over and ask them in the RV Miles Facebook group, or you can email them to us at editor at rvmiles.com. Yeah. It's really nice to hear from people. And we really do appreciate that you even want to hear from us and that you uh, respect our thoughts on these things. So thank you so much for trusting us to um, answer these. It's really nice. We'll be back in a moment to check the level of our tanks. Yeah. Be right back. We are back and it is time to check the level of our tanks, but because you are going to build off mine, I am actually going to ask myself, Abby, what is in your black (laughs) tank this week? Well, thank you for asking, Abby. What is in my black tank this week? Um, We had, we alluded to this earlier that we're scrapping uh, Colorado and we're going to go to Utah. Um, And this isn't really a black tank, but I think it just, I I put it in here because I think it kind of uh, ties in nicely with our top of the show conversation. And, you know, we had uh, some really dear friends, uh, friends that we traveled pretty much all of 2020 with and a little bit into 2021. Um, We haven't seen them in a very long time. We were all going to be coming together in Colorado. And unfortunately, one of the grownups has broken his ankle quite severely um and they are going to need to stay put where they are we were going to be traveling with them for we were a gonna portion of yeah the summer it, here. It was, <laughs> we were all going to be reunited we have been uh the kids are such good friends and you and rob are good friends and rachel and i and we you know our fam we're family we we all went through 2020 together we are family they are dear to us and Uh, They are facing a situation that feels very familiar to what we faced in 2019 and Minot, where uh, you're sitting in a campground and you've got it booked for a week, uh, but now all of a sudden you need three months or you need two months or whatever it is, and you're looking at uh, everything changing. And so um, it is a, a black tank because I am so sorry that this is happening to them and I know the stress that this causes and what this does to you both physically and mentally to go through something like this. It's not a black tank um, in the sense that obviously he's going to be okay and uh, he will heal and all of that. It's it's not the most serious of medical situations, but when it's your driving foot, <laughs> it's, when it's, it's your driving foot, and, and also, RVer, it's a challenge. Yeah, and you know there is going to be surgery involved, yeah. and then there's the healing that needs to come from that, and and the added stress of again the choices we make to live this full time lifestyle come with amazing rewards, and can sometimes come with really unique challenges. And this is a unique challenge where uh, you have to scrap everything else and then they're very fortunate and I I can't imagine any campground that would say no but uh, the campground has been able to provide them space a monthly space for the you know as long as they need it Um, and that is a wonderful blessing Uh, but you know that is that is the reason why we are going to scrap Colorado and go to Utah is because we just want to be with our friends we want to be there to be support for them we know what that was like to find yourself kind of 
inside this medical world and in a place that you don't know. And, uh, and frankly, you know, it's, it's good for our souls to uh, be with them. So that is not the black tank portion, but, you know, it's just a black tank of a little bit of a dumpster fire. I mean, there's just, you know, there's been some dumpster fires all over the place the last few weeks. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know which one to put out first. So that, you know, that's my black tank. Uh, what's my fresh tank? This week, well, thank you for asking. I'm sure. I'm, you know what? Go you can it. probably go ahead and put your headset I'll, I'll down. Just I'll just go, go ahead and finish out this show. Yeah. Um, <laughs> my fresh tank goes to uh, the beauty of a Midwest storm when it's taking place while you're sitting on your in-laws' porch in a sticks and bricks and you're not in your RV wondering, is this going to get picked up and, and tossed around? Uh, a Midwest storm is a real thing of beauty. And we had one come through last week that it skirted the north of us. It didn't plop down right on us. And and when I say like a severe storm, there you know, there weren't any tornado warnings and uh it, it moved through with a lot of, you know, heavy thunder and lightning and rain and uh high winds, but it didn't, you know, where it touched down didn't do significant damage. Um but it's just beautiful. You know, they always roll in at around like what, five o'clock do you want to talk? I'm sorry. Mm, okay. no, I'm listening. I'm intently <laughs> listening to you. They, they always roll in. I'd like, be interrupting you if I wanted to talk. Well, and I appreciate that. But um, Like right now. Right, right now. They roll in, you know, in that, that late golden hour of the day and everything. You know, the wind starts to mm. pick up and the, st- the sky becomes this really beautiful, just, you know, just stained glass of color. And, you know, you kind of sat there. You and I sat out on the porch and had a glass of wine and watched the storm move in. And I, I just remember saying to you, like, oh, I forgot how much I like a good Midwestern storm. And it feels feels like home. All right. Jay, what's in your black tank this week? So you are uh, the, And I just want to preface this with you are yeah, the worst. I got to follow that with you, yeah. making fun of you. Yeah. You, I mean, yeah. so, but we're sitting here. This is what happens. We come into town and we... Every time we come into town, we start reorganizing and mm-hmm. putting things into storage that we aren't yeah, using we... anymore, pulling things out of storage, moving stuff around. So Abby's been sort of cleaning out the cabinets up here. And I have been saying for months, she keeps talking about, we need to get, we need to cut down our weight. What, what things can we get rid of to cut down our weight? And I mentioned coffee mugs every single time. And mm-hmm. she Hard pass. has having none of it. Hard pass. I'm looking over here and counting one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen. Ah, good twenty coffee mugs. No, not twenty. How dare counter. you? How dare you? There are fourteen. You cannot count the okay. water cups or the the wine glasses or the water bottles. You are cheating. Okay, you no, I'm counting the portable tall coffee cups no those don't count those are for water okay but i was counting those okay well those don't count so only count the coffee 14 14 there are two coffee drinkers in this house we have one cup of coffee a day one for every day of the week you are welcome okay and we're not done yet because there are so i totally love the starbucks like been there series so i've got Mm. utah I like one from Colorado, and I would like one from California. Oh, you think you're adding more? I do. I think. 
Do I think or do I know? Because those are two very different questions. Yes, I I know. Great. Well, we can keep the four of those that we have, (laughs) get rid of the rest, and then you can add two more on the road. How dare you want to get rid of the RV Miles mugs? How dare you? We don't need to throw them away. We can use them with family. We can put them in storage for later. I, what... I will get rid of a couple pairs of your shoes, and then we will be even. That don't wear anywhere near. And I don't have that many pairs of shoes. Time to move on. If you would like to see my entire mug collection that Jason enjoys on a daily basis when I make him a cup of coffee and bring it to him, I will let link. Me, let me put it this way. We have more coffee mugs than we have spoons, than we have forks, than we have knives, than we have That's plates. That's true. We have five spoons, five forks, five knives. That's 15. Yeah, I wasn't adding them together. <laughs> so you and you were you were so intent when we hit the road. You're like, I'm only bringing. We'll just wash them for every meal. I'm only bringing one for each person of spoons, forks, and knives. One for each person. We will wash them for every meal. But then, and then the coffee mugs. Uh, ah, babe, for almost six years, I have not been able to indulge in coffee mugs. Perhaps. For just a little while. Why is coffee mugs something people need to indulge in? There is, you can't, oh, you just can't explain it to someone who doesn't And don't understand. tell me about it's not coffee drinking because you, you can it's, still drink the coffee no. in fewer mugs. Listen, sometimes you get up in the morning and you're like, do I, do I feel like, what am I feeling today? The coffee mug sets the vibe. Okay, is it cold and I need one that I can put a lid on to really trap that heat? Am I feeling like the Bobby Yoda mug today because Yoda best wife is what, so I'm feeling real good about where I am. I bought you that one, so you can keep it too. Uh, Am I I missing Disney? Do I want to, do I want to? have some coffee out of my small world or my Hollywood studios or my magic kingdom. Maybe do, am I, am I proud of RV miles today? Do I, do I want to drink out of that or, or, you know, maybe like, Oh, I, you know, I love New Mexico and I, I love, I can't wait to go back. And you know what? I'm going to drink out of this, this New Mexico cup because we're in a wild space Mm -hmm. this morning and, and it feels wild. All of those, all of those you are just described emotions you, that set up you, your day. Even using three different Disney mugs, you just described seven coffee mugs. Right. You could still cut it in half and still have seven. No, because don't make me pick between my three Disney or my three RV miles. That No, that was including three Disney. Don't make me pick between like whether <laughs> I want to be an outsider or like I want plaid on my... Don't don't make me pick. Okay, all right. Oh yeah, my it's, goodness! It's your you you know it, it, that's your thing. Listen, your if thing. we're like, I'm just gonna say this: oh, if we're we go. gonna start we go. on me about my coffee mugs, then, uh, buddy, it's time to go open up those cabinets up there and start going through Mister's camera equipment. This is business equipment. No, for don't business you even. E- these are the, the business owns them, not me. Don't you even come at me about my 14 coffee mugs when every time there's a new gadget i only have three cameras how many how many computers have you had since we got on the road i don't keep them all (laughs) what's in your jason what is in your fresh tank this week (laughs) my fresh tank is rediscovering your hometown similarly as you were talking about the midwest storms you know this is something that's come up a lot recently when we've talked to people like when we were in 
Lebanon, uh, Ohio. Lebanon. I'm not going to call it Lebanon. Lebanon, Ohio. Lebanon. You know, we talked to several people there about how much we like their town. And, and, and whenever you do that, people are like, oh, I guess it yeah, is kind of nice. Right. You know, it, you never really appreciate what you have until you're gone. And I think that's the same thing for me here. We've been to some places here that I've never been to before. We went to... We went to eat at the Iowa Machine Shed, which is sort of well-known uh, place. I actually have a few restaurants now. Where Jason is like, area. oh, let Totally me, blew our diet. Let me take you to the place that's not known for its gluten-free, dairy-free, sugar-free the reason, options. The reason we went is that I looked at the menu and there were things that we could eat. We ignored that. Dude, you cannot take... We are newbies <laughs> into this world. You cannot take this Midwestern girl to a restaurant like that and be like they got salad but when they literally have meatloaf fried chicken uh pot roast pot the, uh, the pies. pot roast is on our diet well until they went and were like do you want mashed potatoes with your red potatoes and would you like uh coleslaw cottage cheese or uh cinnamon apples and we were like uh and, and here's your giant basket of bread with <laughs> Like the most amazingly it's whipped butter. It's the basket butter. of bread that really gets the basket you. basket of bread does it every Anyway, time. we had a wonderful meal there. We have sort of driven around to some areas here that I, I've never actually mm-hmm. been to. Uh, sort of, you know, rediscovering stuff like that. It's, it's great to do. And it's, it's a great reminder that we can enjoy experiences in, in places like this. So we're not going to stop camping here. We're We're staying with my parents this week. But... When we come back into town, we're going to be camping again at a forest preserve in the area. We might travel around the state a little bit. We might go to the Dells. We may may even go <laughs> may even go to the Dells. Which Okay. Come on. Come on. You can't come up to this area and not even put the Dells. We're on nowhere the table. near the Dells, but that's all right. That's that's true. We'll probably go up to Chicago again at least for a day. So uh, I am enjoying rediscovering our hometown and I think a lot of people, you know, maybe they do after they've been gone for a while. There are just so many things that I took for granted here uh, yeah. that I'm now enjoying. I feel that way about Kansas City, but I'm I'm looking forward to getting home and and exploring a little bit more, but to your point, we were sitting on the back porch a few nights ago with your dad and Tammy and uh, watching this beautiful sunset. And again, we were just, you know, we said it again. There's just something about a Midwest sunset that just feels very comforting and feels like home. Yeah. You know, I know there are great sunsets in Florida and California and Utah, but there's just something just about something it. about your hometown sunset. You know, you can't yeah. you can't help but get some warm fuzzies. So uh, we are definitely looking for some silver linings in all of this. All right, that's it for this week's episode of the RV Miles podcast. Only took us three times to do this. No joke. This is our <laughs> third recording of this. It's been one of those days. More dumpster fires. So thank you so much, though, for listening, for sticking through with us to the end here, and for your continued support of RV Miles. If you would like to continue to support Jason and I through the summer as we're figuring things out, the best way to do that is to share our content with your community, your RV friends, your travel friends, be that the news that Jason is doing over on the RV Miles YouTube channel, or maybe you're watching this podcast on YouTube. Feel free to share that video with your friends on Facebook or Instagram or TikTok or Twitter or wherever you are. But just those small little actions 
really do make such a big difference here for us. And so thank you so, so much for doing that. Again, feel free to reach out to Jason and I in the RV Miles Facebook group or find us at editor at rvmiles.com. Until then, please continue to stay well, enjoy the summer, and keep logging those RV Miles. Bye, everybody. Thank you.